Hi there, friend. Welcome to another episode of Cash Clarity. I'm your host, Abby Nerderman, and I'm happy that you're joining me today because I'm talking some numbers. Numbers around how much to budget for your bookkeeping and accounting. Everybody loves a good benchmark. Most business owners want to know that they aren't spending too much money on any one thing in their business. And they definitely want to know if they're throwing down way too much cheddar compared to what everyone else is doing. It took me way too long to invest in paid advertising and set a marketing budget for myself. I've done okay with growing my business organically so far. I've networked and got referrals and have built a nice book of clients. I still prefer to get new bookkeeping clients through referrals. They're usually pre-qualified by my current clients, and my clients likely have already talked me up, so I never have to feel like a used car salesperson. But I am branching out and will be offering a digital online course soon, and I need a whole lot more leads for that, so I have to up my marketing game and budget. You've probably noticed, if you followed me on Instagram or Facebook, I didn't even have an Instagram account a few months ago. Anyway, I'm on this journey with my marketing. I'm moving out of this beginner phase and moving into more advanced, ninja-like things that require money. The problem, there are so many things, and they all vary in cost. Plus, I want to take all the courses, and I don't want to spend an arm and a leg. And that might be you too, but instead of on a marketing sojourn, you are progressing through your accounting or bookkeeping journey and suck on how much to budget for that. You might be thinking, Abby, where do I start? Can you just point me in the right direction? I feel so overwhelmed by everything else that I have going on. I just don't have time to do all the research to make an informed decision. Or you might be wondering, Abby, how do I know what bookkeeping stage I'm in and when to move on to the next thing? Stay with me. I'm going to break it all down in this Cash Clarity episode. Your bookkeeping journey should make sense and it shouldn't zero out your bank account either. When you're a business owner, your bookkeeping, your bookkeeping goes on a journey with you as your business grows. And there are three stages. Stage one is you do the bookkeeping yourself. Stage two is you find an outsourced solution. And stage three is you bring on your own in-house accounting staff. Now, sometimes businesses will skip stage one altogether and go straight to stage two. But generally, most business owners start out by doing the bookkeeping on their own. I also recommend that you start out doing it on your own. Understanding your financials is absolutely essential to the success of your business, and having that first-hand experience will really provide you with the nuts and bolts of how the money flows in and out of your business and the specific tasks required to make it happen. The budget in Stage 1 is the most affordable option. However, it does come at a cost of time and energy to make it happen. Your costs are going to be for the tools that you need, and likely you already have the hardware required because you're likely using it for other things in your business. 
Now, before I list out everything you'll need, it is worth mentioning that you have two options for doing it yourself. There's the old school method of keeping actual journals and ledgers on paper, or the techie version by using tools online. I'm going to focus on the techie version because using paper ledgers has really fallen by the wayside these days. So you'll need one, a computer, two, a scanner, or you just need a really nice camera on a good smartphone, and then three, some accounting software. Now, I don't ever recommend using a spreadsheet. Spreadsheets are extremely versatile and offer robust features, so it is very possible to use them for bookkeeping. However, that same versatility opens up a high potential for making mistakes. A typo here, a broken formula there, and then hours later, you can't figure out why your numbers aren't making sense. So I urge you to use an accounting software. Early on, and for as long as your bookkeeping remains very simple, and I mean very simple, like one bank account, no assets or loans, no inventory, and maybe a dozen transactions a month simple, you can use a free software called Wave. Chances are you'll outgrow that quickly or you'll have some specific needs that require paid features. So there are two accounting suites that I like to recommend, and those are QuickBooks Online or Xero, and that's Xero spelled with an X. I do want to add that I am not an affiliate for these programs, and I don't receive any kind of commission for recommending them. I recommend them because they are good products, and they will serve you and your business well. They are big, in-depth, programs, so there is a bit of a learning curve to using them, but I like these two in particular because they offer the most integrations with banks and other software programs, which makes it easier to build a streamlined ecosystem of software. Now, they're also very good at the accounting functions, which is the first thing I look for in an accounting software. So with QuickBooks Online, I recommend using at least the Simple Start version, which is a $25 per month program. Or starting with Zero's Grow Plan, which is $30 a month. Both QuickBooks Online and Zero offer small, more affordable plans, but in those cases, it makes more sense to just be on Wave, which is free. Like I said, you might have other really specific needs, like inventory, or payroll, so you may need to up your software tier or add on another third-party software service. So your budget should be at least $25 per month for accounting software, and don't penny pinch if you find that you need more software. Expect your budget for accounting software to grow with your business. QuickBooks Online and Xero are great at the core accounting functions, but they're only okay at invoicing or tracking inventory. So if it makes sense for you to add something on from a third party, like let's say Gusto for payroll, you should take that step as well and budget in more for your software for accounting. 
Now let's talk more about stage two. This is when you're ready to outsource your bookkeeping, and I suggest you start looking for help when you meet any one of these four criteria. The first one being you're earning $60,000 or more per year with plans to scale or grow. Criteria two, you spend more than four hours per month on bookkeeping tasks. Number three, your average number of transactions per month is more than 30. And four, you have a commercial loan. Now, outsourcing your bookkeeping is a very attractive and affordable solution when the alternative is to hire on an in-house employee. You can choose a couple of different paths here. So you can hire a CPA firm or a bookkeeping firm or a combination of the two. Sometimes a CPA firm will do everything and more, but they tend to be on the more pricey side of things. And I'll explain why here in a minute where a bookkeeping firm will specialize in the day-to-day -day accounting, probably won't provide income tax services, but you could do a combination of the two. All of my clients, every single one of them, uses the combo approach. I take care of their books, and their CPA takes care of their income taxes. Now, you will encounter two different types of pay structure when outsourcing your bookkeeping. Either a pay per hour model or a fixed monthly rate. CPA firms almost always bill by the hour where most bookkeeping firms have or are moving towards a fixed monthly rate structure. If you perked up when I said CPAs tend to be more expensive, here's why. According to one of my CPA buddies, they don't like to take on small monthly bookkeeping clients and will purposely price themselves high. An intern or a junior staff member will start at around $70, $75 per hour, up to $120 an hour. And then for more senior accountants, the billing rate can be $200 to $250 an hour and even go up as high as $500 per hour. On the other hand, a bookkeeping firm offering fixed monthly pricing can start as low as $200 a month. It really depends on the type of services you need and the complexity of your business. Let's assume that you need two to three hours of bookkeeping help per week. A CPA firm will cost you about $15,000 plus per year on the low end. Let's assume for those two to three hours per week of bookkeeping help are equivalent to costing about $300 per month from a bookkeeping firm. That's only $3,600 per year. Did you catch that? A CPA firm for about two to three hours of bookkeeping help on the low end is gonna cost you around $15,000 a year versus a small bookkeeping firm with dedicated bookkeeping services being $3,600 per year. That's a big difference. And even if you do have to hire a CPA to file your income taxes, let's assume on the high side of things that it's going to be $2,000. You're still far better off. 
You can see why bookkeeping service with a CPA combo is appealing. It's very cost effective and you get the right expertise in the right areas. So how much should you budget in stage two for outsourcing? The answer is it depends. There are so many variables from business to business, but I'm not gonna leave you high and dry. I am gonna give you a nice rule of thumb to follow and that is to budget two to five percent of your top line revenue. So for example, to make math easy, if you're earning $100,000 a year, you should plan to spend two to five thousand dollars on bookkeeping or accounting. So now let's switch gears and move into stage three. And stage three is when you are hiring an accounting staff in-house. If you're tapping into the upper six figures or even seven figures, it's probably time to consider bringing your accounting in-house. There are a few expenses to consider when hiring a staff position at your company. On top of employee wages, there are employer-provided benefits and payroll taxes. To be a competitive employer, it's essential in today's day and age to offer attractive benefits, so including medical insurance, retirement funds, and paid time off like vacation, holidays, and sick time. So the added cost of all that is about 30%. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, 30% of the total compensation, so all of everything, 30% of that is the employer provided benefits. So for example, if your total compensation to an employee is $100,000, then $70,000 of that is for wages, and then $30,000 of that is for benefits. But you also have to consider the cost of payroll taxes. All that good stuff like Social Security, Medicare, unemployment, and workers' compensation, it all varies state and by salary, but you can expect about an extra 10% of cost from the employee's wages. So, for example, you pay $7,000 in payroll taxes for a salary of $70,000. So, how much is that exactly if you need help with accounting? I did a bit of research on Glassdoor and took a look at some of the national averages for different accounting positions. So for an entry-level bookkeeper, you're looking at about 30000 to mid-30000 for a salary. So if we add on benefits and payroll taxes, this is going to cost somewhere in the mid-$40,000 range. Now if we look at an accountant, someone who's got some experience and has been at it a while, their salary is going to be in the mid $40,000 range. And so adding up the extra benefits and payroll taxes, you're looking at the mid $60,000 range. Now, if we keep climbing up the ladder and we hire someone that's more like a senior accountant, they're going to be around $70,000. And so with a total cost of being around $107,000 to $110,000. Now, if you're getting extra fancy and you're going to hire a controller, they're going to be in the $90,000 range. And that's going to cost you close to $150,000 a year. And then if you're going to hire a chief financial officer, you're going to have to really roll out the red carpet. Their salary is about $160,000 a year, and that adds up to about 
almost $250,000 per year, including salary benefits and payroll taxes. But payroll isn't the only cost to consider when you have an employee in-house. You have to hire that person somehow. So you have to think about advertisements, referral bonuses, travel, maybe even relocation, professional recruiters, all these types of things. So you may have to pay some money during the hiring process, which could be anywhere from $1,000 $5,000 per hire. And if you want to continue to train and develop this person, you want to budget in costs related to online courses or conferences, just things of that nature. Keep in mind, if you hire a CPA, they must complete continuing education to stay current. Plus, the time you invest in them as a leader during meetings and team building activities, that's an investment as well. So think about the time that you aren't going to be spending on the business, finding new clients, earning new revenue. You're going to be investing that in your employee. So if we're being conservative and you want to hire someone with a little bit of experience because if you, you hire a, an entry-level bookkeeper or maybe even someone that's been doing it for a couple years, it, likely the likelihood is you, you're still going to have to train them and do certain things. So you might want to jump to the senior accountant level. They're going to be someone that has been around the block, is intimately familiar with bookkeeping, knows a thing or two about technology and systems, and can really come in and help you streamline your workflow and make um, changes and customize things for you is probably the right level to, to start hiring at. A controller or chief financial officer, these are going to be positions that you might want to fill later on when you have maybe hundreds of employees and making millions and millions of dollars. So a senior accountant is probably the conservative place to start and you're going to want to budget or at least $120,000 a year to hire a senior accountant. So let's go back and recap all of those budget numbers again, shall we? So we talked about stage one, and that's where you do the bookkeeping yourself. And you're going to want to start out at a minimum of $25 a month, probably more to add on some other third-party software that makes sense for you. And then... In stage two, this is where you find an outsourced bookkeeping solution, and you're going to budget 2 to 5% of your top-line revenue. And in stage three, this is when you bring in an in-house accounting staff, and you're going to budget around $120,000 a year to bring in a senior accountant. So what bookkeeping stage are you in? Does your budget make sense with the numbers that I provided in this episode? Take a look at your current financials and give yourself a thumbs up if you're doing well or a thumbs down if you're not. If you gave yourself a thumbs down, you might be spending too much money on your accounting or maybe you're not spending enough money. If you're spending too much money, then you're losing money. And if you're not spending enough money, you're losing time. And you're probably losing money. So let's be honest here. If you're spending too much time on your bookkeeping, doing it yourself, that's time that you could be spending on the business and working to earn new customers and create new products and be growing your business. So there's a real opportunity cost there that you might be losing out on if you're spending too much time in the bookkeeping. 
Instead, if you give yourself a thumbs up, then congratulations, you are right where you need to be. So, now that we're at the end of the episode, you should have clarity on the different bookkeeping stages that correlate with your business journey. You should know when you should advance to the next stage in the bookkeeping journey, and then you should know how much to budget for each stage accordingly. I hope you come back for the next episode because I'm going to review some of the key money metrics you should be using to understand your financial performance. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to be featured in a listener shout out in a future Cash Clarity episode, please leave a review on iTunes. Until next time.